be cozier, but yeah. Is it hypothermia? Are you are you falling asleep because of the cold? It's freezing in our house. Like in our house house, one of our heaters isn't working and hasn't been working for like two months and our landlord is being like a piece of shit and oh, it man. is freezing in our house. I hate it. I hate it so much. You don't have one of those portable heaters? No, we have it here at the oh, studio. Man. We don't bring it back and forth. See, we I, should. Yeah. yeah, we should. I have two at home. Oh, okay. Two. I use nice. uh, yeah, one for the bedroom and one for the uh, one for the boudoir and oh one for the uh, your heater is not sufficient. I mean, it could be, but uh, because I have my couch stuck to the heater because I have like uh. a sectional that takes up a bit too much room. It wasn't suited. I bought it when I was in my old apartment, yeah. and uh, I don't have the means to buy another one, so I held on to it and uh, it's stuck to the heater. So I, I I turn them off and then I just run the two portable heaters. Presumably, it's one of the reasons why my rent increase was so big last year is because I probably suck up hellified juice by heating that way as opposed to using the built-in. I wonder, yeah. This I can't help but wonder what the what the output is on it. Me too, me too. Because the people say the space heaters are more efficient because you're just heating your localized space. You're not heating like an enormous room, yeah. sort of. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Our like. Winter would be 50% better to me if I was assured that any indoor space I was in, I was at least warm. Like, mm. the idea of being cold outside is fine. The idea of being cold inside, I fucking hate that shit. Yeah, unacceptable. Yeah, 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 yeah that doesn't suck. That, that doesn't is our suck. reality. Yeah, it's Just really cold. cold all the time. Yeah, it sucks. I've barely been stepping out. I work from home. Like, oh. I'll, I'll just, I'll stay in. Like, How I, many days in a row will you stay inside? six no no no, sure. no 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 what you're like sure. ordering food in oh yeah that's not good for the mental like bad real bad <sighs> it's not good for the wallet I'm playing video games. Like, I'm in a great space. I lo- I'm around houseplants. Like, they're beautiful. They liven up the space. I'm actually, I'm surprisingly happy in my in my shoebox. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, the, the elements have just, uh, have me in full hibernation mode right now. Brenda's just saying that because if she stays in six days, she starts losing her shit. She can't Me, handle it. Three days. Three days is like my maximum. I start feeling, I don't even realize that I start feeling weird. And then I'm like, why am I feeling so weird? And then I'm like, oh shit, I need to like be around people. I need to work from coffee shops once in a while or else mm. I get really badly. I don't know. I feel weird. I feel bad. I cu- I've come to realize that I'm a, I'm a very uh, uh, solitary guy. Like, I keep myself very entertained, but I'm also like, I need, I need alone time. Yes. I agree with that, but six days, you... A lot of it. That's the thing. It's like, <laughs> I, like that's the thing. It's just like, the, my field of interest, my pursuits, like, these are not things that are, are conducive really to, or at least I don't want to, you know what I mean, like, uh, like, 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 share uh, in these things. Like, especially, like, with my, with my background, like, with, with the whole rap thing, like, a, a lot of the problems that I encountered in my failed career was the fact that I was over-eager to be around people and not enough... Uh, to myself, tending to my affairs, minding my own business. You okay, you I mean? were like you were you were communal in it. You I was like, just trying too hard to be down. 
Well, it wasn't even a communal thing. It was just I was just trying to be down, and uh, you know my reach was beyond my grasp, and I wasn't bringing enough to the table, and uh, paid the price for it. And uh, so now I just kind of let it come to me, and uh, you know I, I'm 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 very fortunate. I uh, I have I have people who uh, who care about me, and uh, so I, it's not like I'm uh, incommunicado. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I still see people, but uh, I can go. I could go like I could go days on end. You will not hear from me, and it's perfectly fine that way. Shit. Yeah. Well, I mean. It makes sense. I guess Mike is more or less that way. He doesn't need to. No, definitely not. Do you feel like uh, like people uh, infringe on your space sometimes? No, I mean I I really don't allow it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I really admire people who can like who can like own themselves that way and who can like be present in the moment look into the camera and like own their their face their body own it it's like i I think it's like admirable sort of then it goes way beyond that into vanity and obsession with self and blah 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 i'm not saying Mm -hmm. it's only that yeah i think we generally have a terrifying obsession (laughs) with that like van like we're vain as shit now And we're so vain that we think that we're not vain, and we try to fight our own vanity. But it, that, in and of itself, is so fucking vain. Yeah, because then it's still hyper. Because you're still uh, yeah. full of shit. You still want it, but you're like, oh no, but I don't want it. Oh yeah, but I really well, want it. To oh, me, no, it's even worse. It. It's like we've turned vanity into some sort of self empowerment, where it's like, no, 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 me taking ten pictures of myself and like tweeting them in a day with like statements like look at me or I'm so fucking sexy or whatever the fuck no the joke is that they never put they put what is supposed to be a true Uh, caption I don't know I don't know if you what well no the idea also is like that you put like these like these like yeah, but that's like Instagram stuff. I'm talking about Twitter stuff. Yeah, well, stuff. now Twitter is starting <laughs> Twitter to become more like different. ownership-y. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I've, talking, I've spoken to a bunch of women about this. There is something about being a woman and taking pictures of yourself and that it can be empowering. Like, truly, whether or not you're naked, I I'm won't sure even get it. sure it started into- that way. Yeah, okay. I'm not saying it's always that way, but I've really, like, there is something about taking that space and owning because it's not necessarily about being sexy there's plenty of women who do it who don't necessarily look sexy in those photos who aren't like portraying western standard beauty standards in those pictures they're like larger they are like showing their and there is something about taking that space that for a woman can be very I don't understand how that like what's how's that not vanity regardless if you don't fit conventional beauty standards but you're still feeling yourself like how is that not vanity because it's not vanity if you're not perpetu- perpetuating harmful, like... Unrealistic un- standards of beauty? Yeah, like... Why? Because <laughs> I don't feeling understand. beautiful in that context is actually, like, an aggressive statement. It's not, like, it's not a submissive statement of beauty. It's, like, feeling beautiful when you're not beautiful 
is a journey. But who are you to say they're not beautiful? Themselves. They don't feel beautiful. And to finally get to a place where you, like, that's a journey. That's like a whole lifetime of work. A whole it's like, lifetime of work to end up showing your ass on social. I have just coined a term for this. It's thoughtography. Mm. That's the thing. No, and but... Like, Regular women with, with, with varying shapes and like body image issues and, and them wanting to occupy the space and take ownership of that and hey, I'm going to show something revealing or just show myself or just make that statement. I understand the value in, uh, in a woman's self-esteem in doing that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about girls who deliberately go out of their way to show ass and tits and put a pseudo uh, inspirational quote underneath it. That's photography. Not photography, photography. I mean, that doesn't bother me either. I don't think there's anything it's particularly cool. interesting in it. But if they want to do it, there's plenty interesting. Well, I mean, what I'm talking about is not even like it's not women; it's people. It's I know, just straight up people. And know, I'm not talking about can't... like these pseudo deep comments. I'm talking about literally saying like, "Look at me," or like, mm. "Like I would fuck myself," or yeah. like, like those kinds of statements. I and know I like what the you pseudo mean. deep shit. That's whatever. Like this is I'm, they literally comment on just look how fucking good I look. Mm. And they do this ten times a fucking week. Yeah. No, I and it's know. like what is that? Good hair days and like fits and yeah, just yeah. like no, I agree. and progress supports on like I'm getting better abs than I used to have. Like yes, there's well that's there's, fine. That's not I'm that actually makes like sense in a workout regimen. That actually makes a lot of sense in a workout regimen for you to keep track, like yeah, for you to keep yourself on track by like progress. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> but like but keeping a public log it keeps you accountable. Yes, but there's this idea of perfecting your body. I mean, do whatever you want. I'm just saying. Anyways, I think we went in the weeds, but I'm like as a woman, being a woman is different than being a dude. Being an female female body is different than being in a dude body of course and we're held to different standards and it's something that is like women don't even realize for a very long time the extent of it and what we think of ourselves and like what we think of other women and stuff it's like it's a very deep issue and there is a lot that is done through these measures of course and i know i'm not saying that you are dumb to this idea we've talked about no it's just like that's not what i was talking about okay i I I understand i was talking about something very particular like specific Mm -hmm. that is that is literal like not like hyper narcissism of yeah that's what I'm talking about. It's, it's a picture well, it's, that's, it's not gender like yeah. men do this no, I, every fucking day me, too meat print photos for sure like everything like, like it's it's yeah it's it's an epidemic it's just for a me fucking what bothers me picture. about that is like a weird hyper sexualization of ourselves and is usually paired with these people actually don't have sex which is another thing that I've talked about <laughs> in the but like the comments aren't even necessarily sexual I know but for me it's just like this idea that like we're constantly no because that is usually. Anyways, if we're dividing it in all these different ways, if I'm understanding what you're talking about, it's usually in a sexual context. You said yourself, like, I would fuck me. It's usually that well, kind I just, of idea. I honestly can't think of a good example right now. It's That's just so why brazen. I keep going it's, today. It's brazen. What you're saying is that it might not necessarily be sexual, but it's brazenly about themselves in that immediate photo. It's, yes, look exactly. At, look at this. Look at this. Yes, I am a yeah. perfect specimen. Look at me. And it's like this really aggressive statement to that effect. At this point, most people know us, but we've had, like, my mom would be the type to be like, oh, I'm downtown. Let me just go see if Britain, like, for her, that's, she always, she'll just have friends stop by. My, my friend is like that. My brother and his wife are very communal like that. They just stop by yeah. houses. It's very, like, 
they're I mean, used to that. I get stopped by here at the studio all the time, really. Yeah, yeah. His friends will just come by and yeah, say hi. I'll just drop by. Oh, for me, that's a nightmare. I hate mm-hmm. that shit. I don't mind it as long as there's like a time limit on it. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like stick around for an hour or two, but then get the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know that's I mean? a long time limit. Yeah, too. even that, that's long. Yeah. I thought you meant like 15 minutes. <laughs> that's very short. That's some Seinfeld shit. Yeah. I have a hard time with some of my drug dealer friends who, who come through for the for the re up because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm spoiled like that. Like uh, when, my, when my cousin was uh, was living out here, I'd have him come to my house and cut my hair. When you, and uh, I'll just like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do the re up from the, from the comfort of home. You know, my. <laughs> my Don shit. And my house slippers. And, uh, <laughs> They just never want to leave yeah, And yeah. it's just like You know You're my guy Much love You know You're more than welcome To kick it But it's 2 in the morning I gotta work Ooh. at 9 Get the fuck out How do you How do you ask someone To leave Oh I just uh, We have a rapport So I'm just like Okay yeah I'm shutting down You gotta go Okay okay Shut that it works. down I don't know how it's makes me so too bad. uncomfortable. At the end of the night, that's an easy one because the excuse of going to bed is like a universal one. Otherwise, I have no idea what the fuck to say. If yeah, it's like the either. middle of the day and you're like, I would like you to leave now and I don't know how to say that. That's my night. That's why I can't have anyone in my house because I can't get them out, I feel like. I feel like. <laughs> it's true. I like when people drop by and they they tell you ahead of time, like, oh, I got somewhere to be in an hour. And you're like, yes, I know when you're leaving. Sometimes I'm offended, though, by that also. Like, what? Like, what, you just came before you had something else to do? Oh, you had a gap in your schedule and you just thought, of, oh, I could fill your gap yes, for you? Yes, exactly. You just can't be satisfied. I, there is that also. I am exactly. not your social dildo to plug your holes for you, fam. That is a true thing, too. I hate when that's, when people, like, I was watching a Demi Lovato um podcast she was on a podcast that was the first problem go ahead <laughs> she was talking about her last year before she uh relapsed and what was going on and stuff and she said like that she thought what she was kind of relapse what's her deal drugs she almost she got narcan at her home she almost died wow yeah narcan uh, so like what, what is she narcan. on i don't know what drug it was heroin there it was it was heroin yeah demi lovato was heroin but, so yeah, so before she relapsed, she was talking about the year before and like that she thought she was doing really well because she thought she had her eating disorder under control because she was she was like she got fit instead of getting thin she got fit so she thought like oh I'm being healthy now it's okay but she realized after that she just yeah. put one addiction it's just into a another addiction of the same thing. exactly it was still an obsession with the way she looked an obsession with controlling her body all those things so she was talking about all that and then she was talking about. House guests? Yes. Having people over? I know. Dildos? Oh, no, no, that's what it was. And she, she became <laughs> was upset. It was the dildos. <laughs> no, it wasn't the dildos, but it was the plugging the holes. Um, <laughs> All right. She be- I like where this is going. <laughs> it's not going there. It's not going there. And she became obsessed with the gym, she was saying, that she would work out like four times a day. And at one point, she was, became so obsessed with the gym that she started taking her meetings at the gym because she didn't want to leave the gym. So people would have to come to the gym to do business meetings with her. No. And she'd be sitting there, like, all sweaty, like, mid-workout, like, just put her dumbbells down. And I would be like, like, for me, that's the kind of thing of, like, when people make you a part of their schedule and they're like, I have five minutes for you. It's like, uh, no, that's okay. Like, the idea of going to someone's workout and, like, that's a, a credible meeting, I would feel so disrespected. I'd be like, no, I'm sorry. Like, if you don't have time for this, you don't have time for okay. this. I'm not. What if you were at the gym and someone showed up for a meeting, but they're like, oh, I got five minutes, and then they leave? 
because that's her. That's her asking other people to like. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's different. No, they're both the same. I mean, if someone comes to you because they're trying to fit you into their schedule, that's less annoying than having someone come to you because you're being shitty and trying to like puzzle piece someone into your schedule. I just think it's her trying to be, you know, uh, optimal in her time management, kind of like doing your Kegels while you're sitting in the bus. I actually think that uh, the, the white standard of beauty has uh, been warped to the point where they now worship uh, white women who try to look like black women. Yeah, so definitely. I would say that, uh, that that you should take more pictures of white bodies, actual white bodies. Celebrate your thin lips. Celebrate uh, your, your, your non-kinky hair. Celebrate your non-butt long ass day having ass. It's okay to be white. Where is Jennifer Anderson when you need her? She just took some pretty naked, nice pictures. So. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> she just took some. Mm. Yeah, that's true. She was true. working. I mean, everyone is trying to look like one thing now across all races. That's which the is, thing. Yeah. Which yeah. is a, a vaguely ambiguous black, Hispanic, maybe Middle Eastern yeah. look. You know what yeah. I mean? And I don't I don't like it. I think it's bullshit. Like, you're fake thickening your eyebrows. You're f- like, like, where were you 20 years ago with your front and ass? You're fake thickening your eyebrows. Yes. That's the least of it, but yes. Yeah, it's, it's the least of it. <laughs> of the things getting thicker, that is the, <laughs> is the least of it. But oh, man, you want to get into also. the injections and all of that and the, and the, the, lips the hazards? Like- I'm talking about, like, the, like the, 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 DIY silicone implants like people like people have been have blown up literally hey Mike what's the top three sneaker that's a hard one for me I'm not a big sneaker guy do you mean do you mean actual sneakers or brands top three footwear give me specific models and brands see that's my issue man I'm not good with the models what do you how about you Okay, so if I had to come I didn't up even with know it, sneakers had names until last year. Top three footwear. So this is not just restricted to sneakers. Okay. Every man needs to have the following three shoes. He needs to have a pair of wheat Timberlands. He needs to have a pair of low-cut Burgundy Clarks. And he needs to have a pair of triple white Nike Cortez. Okay. That is so specific. Man. That's Ghostface, essentially. <laughs> are Clarks Wallabies? Yes. Oh, man. I mean, Wallabies are, are coming back and stuff. Obviously, OVO just puts them. And I like the Wallaby, but for every dude to wear Wallabies, like, Wallabies have to be worn under pretty specific circumstances. You have to, you, you have to be very mindful <laughs> yeah, when wearing your Wallabies. Yeah, you can't just You can't just throw on your Wallabies. Man, I had a friend in high school when I first moved back here who Wallabies every day. He was the Wallaby really? champ. Every outfit. He was the Wallaby champ. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was crazy. That is crazy. You lasers! <laughs> Especially with huge pants, because it would have been huge pants. No, it was with yeah. everything. With shorts, which with <laughs> basketball I shorts. I definitely wore oh wallies with shorts. This is very, very good. You wear them unlaced, busted open, flaring out on the sides, kind of like wings. <laughs> oh, God. But no, but I say I say specifically the, the low-cut Wally Clark now because, you know, I've grown up. I'm a little more mature. You know what I mean? And the Cortez is so specific, too. That's like a very specific Oh, well, yeah. Shoe. It, just, uh, it just, you know, it, it's the first pair of Nikes that I... I own like brand new but it's obviously a hispanic thing too is that why you you're drawn to a cortez i'm drawn to the cortez because it was the first pair brand new that i ever owned previous to that i only wore like zellers 
uh, off-brand shit, you know. But did you buy the Cortez because of a Hispanic influence? Yeah. Okay, I'm just saying, couldn't it be in a, a, a coincidence? Yeah, I mean, yeah. the year was 1998. Uh, the streets have just been swept clean of all the of all the cholos and the the Central Americans and, and the Saint Michel. Uh, but there was still a few remained, you know. The, 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 the Cypress Hill still had a strong hold on people's imagination. I'm looking up Nike Cortez right now. Uh, you're going to recognize it as soon as you see okay, it. Yeah, Cut the yeah. check, Mark Parker. Mike only likes shoes that look like... like, not, like I like a classic tennis shoe. Like a 1950s like. tennis shoe, yeah. I love that. Um, or a canvas shoe, you know what I mean? A canvas shoe, that's different. Uh, what about, uh, what is it, the Arthur Ashes from Le Coq Sportif? That's a, that's a sweet tennis shoe. I do right like Coq Sportif. I like nice Gucci 84s. Mm-hmm. The, the, right now, the superior uh, uh, tennis slash uh, low-top basketball sneaker is the Common Project Achilles. It's Italian leather. It's got a, got a nice flat sole on it. Subtle design. I like it. I like it a lot. Looking up these Arthur Ashes. Arthur Ashes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is basically the kind of sneaker I like. You would like the Onitsuka Tiger Fabra. I like the name. Yeah. Look up the Fabra Low or the Fabra Nippon, which is like Japanese made. These are on eBay. I'm scoping them out. Ah, hey, hey, top of the hour. Top of the hour, top of the hour. So we're going to reach in a bowl. We're going to grab a question. We're going to answer it. That's how it goes down. Fabra Nippon. Sounds like nipple. Nippon. Nipple. Yeah. Which was, uh, it turned into a racial slur. They put the hard R on Nippon to refer to Japanese folk in America at one point, sometime after the war, presumably. fast I can do mine alright go for it yes if it's fast you do it first god I love granola do you like granola and I do like granola I don't love granola I, I like it a lot but I'm not like a granola freak like how about granola people, bars granola bars are good but they're just they're like I can't eat a granola bar it's how do you feel about the use of chocolate in granola do you think that no, is because that that's realistic about what granola is granola is not as healthy as people think it is so it's mm. like may as well put chocolate in it Okay. It, it does feel a little counterproductive to put chocolate chips in a granola bar. Yeah, kind of. Just put some dry fruit. You know, give me some nuts. Ooh. Dried fruit is just as like, I mean, we're just talking about sugar content. And there's so much sugar in oats, the fucking syrup they put to make it stick together, this dried fruit or the chocolate. It's like, this is a sugar bomb. Mm-hmm. Like, be realistic. That's all. Okay. But it's good. No, because she admitted, she was like, this was my, this was me being a complete narcissist addict and literally having no consideration for anyone else. Yeah, and cars. like only like thinking about, because that's what a lot of addiction is. It's narcissism behavior. I'm not going to say it's only narcissism, but there's a narcissistic angle to being an addict because you become hyper obsessed with yourself and your yeah. own needs. Your whole life becomes your need. So like that's an angle of it. So she knew that what she was doing was... Uh, well, after she knew, she saw what she was doing was completely disrespectful and stuff. But yeah, I hate when people do that when they like f- they're like, 
I'll fit you into my schedule. It's like I've had friends do that. I, I can't handle it. I can't handle when people like think that they think it's like a nice thing or there's some sort of element of like competition. I'm so busy. Like you're not as busy as me. I have a bigger life than you. You know, there's a lot of things that go yeah. into these things. People trying to make their lives feel more important than other people's lives. I don't know. I'm very, I'm hypersensitive to these things. They really bother me. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it, it comes down to the fact that you're willing to um, make the extra effort to accommodate, and because others will not make the same effort towards you, you 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 feel some type of way about yeah. it because it's like, yo, I'm over here jumping through these fucking hoops for you. Who the fuck do you think you are? Well, exactly. <laughs> One of the best uh, starting points for enforcing boundaries is applying the rule of silence to yourself. One thing that I have a really hard time with is shutting the fuck up. Sometimes you just need to shut the fuck up. Just <laughs> shut the fuck up. That's true. It's true. It's and that's true. the thing. And I, I, uh, I admire people who don't air themselves out. You know, uh, I come and sit here on this couch every week. Sometimes I fart in it. And I'm just looking at Mike, and he's like a fucking sphinx. And I'm just like, <laughs> what's going on behind there? I know. I and feel that way about Mike, too. That's I the thing it. with the sphinx is that there might not actually be anything. <laughs> but they it's just give space, you... baby. Yeah. Just space. I know. It's the void. Air. That's the point. But then how that's the riddle. smart of it, because then it gives you the impression that there's a lot back there. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. that's the thing. Mm, that's your own assumption. You know of course I mean? it is. We still don't know what's the, behind yeah. the Sphinx. We don't know the riddle of the Sphinx, not yet. I know, but I think Mike would be. I think Mike would be not wise. It would help him to be less Sphinx-like. I mean, that was part yeah. of the reason of the podcast, right? Was to like. No. Was <laughs> <laughs> okay, to, to pull it out of still to pull it out of others. No, it's just purely self-promotion for my music career. <laughs> ah, that's, that's that's a good one. Next week, we can explore your half of our relationship, Mike. Next week, we're taking a week off, so. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. You do it on purpose. Okay, one day you're going to talk about all that stuff. That was counseling. That was me talking about my stuff all the time, entirely. What, what do you mean, when we were in counseling? Yeah, that was, that's what it was. I already did it. This is you doing it now. Okay, whatever. <laughs> but sometimes it's good. I, see, that's the thing. Is you, I tread the line between... Being uh, mindful and not airing myself out with, well, what if my pain could be of service? What if my honest exploration, no holds barred, of of my life could help somebody who who's going through it? So I wrestle with this all the time. That's why I, I, I kind of look up to people who just aren't predisposed to airing themselves out. I fucking love it. I wish that I could be the same. But I agree, because the people that write that I find soulless with in the world, that I admire, that I'm like, I, I want to listen to what you have to say, yeah, it's people who are actually telling me, because I feel the same way. Do I want to, would I rather it be like a cool, quiet person that looks like they're doing better than they are and never tell anyone how hard it is and shit, and like be aspirational instead of like, you know, inspirational yeah instead of oh like a, a, mm-hmm. a 
fucking what's a warning sort of but I don't know the people that I admire tell me how they feel and stuff so I'm like yeah well then I guess that those are important to me that's important that people be transparent about life and everything even if it means saying the ugly stuff and not the cool stuff it's a thin line uh, I, I, I refer back to this scene in uh, Private Parts which is the Howard Stern biopic Howard Stern is a, is, a, is a hero of mine in the broadcast space. I, I, I very much uh, admire his work because of his ability to be so naked. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it Let can, it all hang out. Let it all hang, but it comes with a price. And then you have to that ask price yourself. Is it, hundreds of millions of dollars it's in profit. Pain caused to the people that you love the most. Or is that a price that you are willing to pay? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it depends how many hundreds of millions, I guess. And there's a lot of people not liking you. There's a lot of people thinking you're a fucking blowhard piece of shit. So that's yeah. a price to pay also. That's true. That's what I don't want. I don't want... Inevitably, people liking you means that other people don't like you. Mm-hmm. And that, I find... I don't like that part at all. Yeah. I don't like I that. honestly don't give a shit about who likes me or who doesn't. Uh, that's pretty quick, too, I guess. It's... What are you most proud of? Oh, dear. And I don't know. That's kind of hard to just immediately think of. But I would say one of two things. My musical ability. I think I'm pretty good. I like that. But I think more than that is my ability to spot talent and potential. And that's in everything, like across the board. I'm really good at knowing when something is going to work or not. Sometimes even knowing when something is going to fail, specifically. And I like that. I like it too. <laughs> I got a really good <laughs> question. It says in between brackets, don't read aloud in a day and age where freedom whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. It, it's a don't or it says do? don't read aloud or that's right then why are you reading it aloud because i don't fucking listen to what people say okay don't read aloud in a day and age where freedom slowly dwindles from our grasp sometimes we're given the chance to do whatever the fuck we want this is one of those chances make up your own question Try not to buckle under the pressure of pure freedom. I want to talk to this reader because I like them, but I'm not going to listen to you just because I like you. I felt like this was a worthy message to bring to the masses, and I disrespected your initial instruction not to read aloud. (laughs) Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. So what's the question? Yeah, what was the question? There is no question. I decided to read the thing aloud and not come up with a question just expose what was being presented to me at the moment in time. Okay. That just, was my choice with my moment of unbridled freedom. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you understood this freedom even a little more than they did, obviously. I exercised, you, like, burned it down. I exercised <laughs> my freedom in a demonstration of exactly what the request was. That's so funny. That's like a microcosm of when people are scared of like giving like society freedom because <laughs> like, you just burn it down. Mm-hmm. You're scared of anarchy. With it. Yeah. yeah, you just burn it down. Yeah. Is anarchy the true freedom? Yeah, exactly. Things that make you go, hmm. 
you only say or don't say based on what you respect, like on your own value. Like you only, you don't worry about what other people are going to think about you by what you divulge. You only think about what you think is important and interesting to divulge. Yes. You yeah. Yeah. You don't think you're cautious. I don't know in which way. But not necessarily. I I would agree that cautious in what. You might regret saying something because of maybe not because of how people react to it, but literally because you'll listen back and think that was lame that you said that. And then, but maybe you're overly cautious and you hold back more than you would. I don't know. No, I don't. Like you know, I don't think I'm overly cautious. Yeah. I think I'm the right amount of cautious. I'm just because you know there's the trope of the cool guy who like yeah. doesn't say anything to maintain his cool. Yeah. But then it's also like okay, but you don't say anything, so is that that cool? Okay. You know? Do I not say anything? No, I'm not talking about exactly. you. I'm talking about that guy. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, do you ever worry that you could be that guy? Well, I just answered it. I guess I do not not say anything. So I know, but you're <laughs> cautious in what you say. Yeah. Okay. I think everyone should be cautious in what they say. Yeah, I agree. Like just speaking for the sake of speaking isn't, isn't interesting. That's not something good. I don't. No. I don't like appreciate that in people. Oh, you could speak for a long time. Like that's what's so. Like what? No, it's true. I want you to figure out what you want to say and tell me that in the most simple and efficient way. Okay. So then I can do the same. You know what I mean? Like I don't. Like to me, that's not something to be proud of. Yeah, like verbal diarrhea. Yeah, it's like what's just what's the point of this? Saying anything. Yeah, like what's the point? Yeah, yeah. Oh God, I love this this verse. It's so fucking good. I've I've like ran this verse back like twenty times once here at the studio. The neighbor must have been like, "This bitch is losing." They could only hear bass over there, so they weren't hearing shit. Perfect, because it was embarrassing. I ran it back like an incredible amount of times. CeeLo is great because he can be, on one hand, fucking amazing. Fucking amazing. And then sometimes, so terrible <laughs> as a rapper. As a rapper? As a rapper, particularly. Because his music also. That's why you keep putting the blame. Whoever said fucking up your head talking about if you love somebody enough that you wouldn't have. Was CeeLo canceled? He got very close, and there's still a lot of people that are like, no go on CeeLo. Yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. But I don't know. He wasn't canceled, though. I mean, I mean, didn't he? Did he? He'd already stepped down from The Voice, because that was his big, like foray into okay. the mainstream obviously I, I, I think he'd no already stepped down from the voice when that happened okay I didn't even know he wasn't still on it oh god he hasn't been on it forever okay. there's like four judges that are like what was the, the controversy surrounding yeah. CeeLo again what was his thing it was rapey drug someone it was like a druggy rapey situation I think it was a little Cosby-ish 
He was on his billy, huh? I think so. I don't know the full extent, so I won't yeah, obviously. No say, yeah, exactly. That's it. I'm not gonna say what he did, but it was in that vein of accusation, I think. On August 31st, 2014, Green was criticized for tweets relating to his sexual battery court case. Two of his specific tweets regarding rape were, Remember who have really been raped? Remember! Three exclamation marks. All caps. And, If someone is passed out, they're not even with you consciously. So, with implies consent. Oh god, he was saying like you can't even... You can't even be around me without me fucking you? Is that what he said? No, I think he's saying like if you're not conscious then you can't consent. So you can't not consent, essentially. You're not with me if you're passed out. So if you're saying that you were with me, that means that you gave me consent, is what he's saying. Okay. That's, that's it's pretty rapey. Weird. Like, that's the thing. <laughs> like, yeah. Hmm. I think this is the first okay. time where there's still top of the hour music running and look at us, we're done. Does it... Oh, normally we over... We always go over. We step over. Yeah. Paragons of efficiency. Yeah. Look at us. What are you guys most proud of? Oh, dear. Like, in life? Today. Today? I'm proud that I cleaned my apartment. Okay, that's good I've been slacking on my magging. And, uh, I, uh... I put on some Curtis Mayfield... I, I, I steamed the L, and as I was normally laying in my regular fetal position, trying to console myself from a dark, dire existence, I said to myself, now nah, fuck that noise, I'm going to clean up shop. Mm-hmm. That's one of the best things you can do, because it also just improves how you feel after, too. So it's like, it improves you in the moment, and then after you feel better, yeah, you just definitely. being in your space. Yeah, so yeah. it's the best thing you can do when you feel shitty, for sure. Definitely. Matter of fact... Listening to that album has inspired me, and uh, I, I I did some research uh, to make sure that you didn't, because I know you're a big Curtis Mayfield kind of guy, Mike. So I wanted to make sure that this song hadn't played on the show before. My request for this episode is uh, Curtis Mayfield, give it up. All right. I mean, I can't do it because <laughs> top of the hour music still playing. As soon but... as top of the hour concludes. Yeah, yeah, of which course. might happen at any given moment. Let's try to anticipate it. Oh wait! It's taking out, right? I think it goes into the I th- reprise. I, th- I think drums come back around. Yeah. This is like the halfway mark. <laughs> yeah. Oh, these ways. I don't know. I feel like it's dwindling. Maybe I'm crazy. Oh, it comes back around. That's the thing. It's like a boomerang. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Oh. See? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brittany, you didn't tell me what you're most proud of. Oh, yeah. Okay. What am I most proud of? Uh, I'll do a, a larger scale. Like no, do did. this year. This year, 2020? 2020. No, I don't want to do... I want to do what I wanted to do. Why did you interrupt? Exercise your freedom. Burn it down, Brittany. <laughs> uh, 2020, nothing. I don't know. We're like two months in. I'm not proud of anything yet. We're you're not months. proud of anything. I don't know. You can't date yourself like that, though, you see? Date myself? What do you mean? Well, because this isn't going to come out now can't say that we're two months in because uh, by the time this is out we're gonna be but they're like swimwear splashing <laughs> yeah but then um, i don't know what i that's like predicting the future what i'd be proud of you know four to five months in mm-hmm. well it could be a small victory you don't need to put so much pressure on yourself yeah i don't even I understand i just said that i was proudest because i cleaned my fucking apartment way to fucking go pat on the back bro 
go. Uh, I've been better about getting back on all of the things that make me feel better in general, sort of like in control of my life. Like I started doing yoga again, which is good for my mental health. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I, I've been more on the ball about like cleaning my space also, actually coincidentally, and staying on a stricter schedule. I've been waking up earlier again and stuff. I, I kind of lost the plot the last three months of 2019, sort of. So, yeah, I'll say that's what I'm most proud of. It's hard to stick to the plan, isn't it? It is, yeah. And I mean, it's just such a, I don't know about other people. For me, all this shit is like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, as soon as I start to feel bad, I start to do things. I'm a, I'm a self-sabotager, like, 101. Like, I am the queen of self-sabotage. So I can just derail myself, like, within a couple of days. I start feeling bad, then I start acting badly to reinforce my feeling bad. And, you know, perpetuating, like, you deserve to feel bad. Look at how bad you're doing. And then it's mm-hmm. like, it's fucking, it's on, like, Donkey Kong. Yeah. At that point, so I do have to be very conscious of not doing that to myself. Does anyone have a last song before this episode ends? Another song? Yeah. Anything you want to hear? Well, do you want to play Get Up, Get Out? That's probably too long to fit into the time left. (laughs) Oh, it is a long song, eh? There's like, what, four verses on there? No, there's more. Oh, come on, more? It's like a seven-minute song, Oh, man. shit. Okay. Well, why don't you play uh, Sway Lee, Someone Said. Is that the new? That's the new thing. That's the new thing. Yeah. Somebody said uh, that uh, Alex Toomey's tweaking of, uh, of the 808s on this is his uh, new favorite reference track. I honestly, I follow, I follow Alex Tume. I've been following him for a long time, and the way his fans, which is hilarious, because <laughs> the, the day and age where an engineer has fans the way he does, the way they talk about him is just so obnoxious. It is, isn't it? <laughs> but what were you gonna say? You said in the time of. Nah, I don't remember. It's just, <laughs> it's so obnoxious the way they talk about him. Why? Because well, you you obviously think the engineer is important, but you don't. Th- but it's it's not an artist. It's the a technician. Engineer, an engineer is the most successful when it doesn't sound like it even was an engineer. Mm. That's the job of an engineer. It's to disappear. It's to disappear. I feel like you, no one touched this at all. No one. This is just it happened this way. That's actually a good point. It's one of those things where you're not supposed to know what happened. It's almost like a stylist. You never want someone. You don't That's want someone true. to look like they're a style. It's, you know, you want to disappear. You want it to be like, wow, this person just put on a really fucking great outfit. Yeah. It's true, but nowadays the style, like people want to look like they were style. But it's so it's the same thing. But it's not true. That's it. The the best stylist should not even exist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just think it's like with anything. Like when you're great, you have a signature, and you can tell. You know what I mean? The same way that our, our generation worshipped. Uh, 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 Ber- what is it, Bernie Grunman and uh, Bob Power? Now they're looking up to Manny Marroquin and Alex Toomey and, and people like that. Like when you, like when you seek out something and you can, you can tell, then it's then it's then it's for you. So I actually yeah. think it's really cool that we're in an era where we have celebrity engineers, where people, you know, seek out mixed by Ali and like like specifically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, like to that. me, there's a difference between. Like kids who are actually interested in the technical side of music, of sound, and they're learning these processes, and they like 
want it for an educational reason. And then there's just music fans who speak about engineers as if they are producers. Like, hey, I just listened to songs engineered by this person, which makes no fucking sense because this person engineers a wide range of music, some of it that is like the exact opposite of others. So what is holding this together? You know what I mean? Like, you're People not even a fan. People say they listen to music because an engineer engineered it. These yeah. Alex Tume fans are fucking crazy. Okay, that's like <laughs> super. Like, they are crazy. That's not. I don't agree. Like, it's like, it, it, like following the engineer now was like following the producer back then. Like back then, who knew what Creed Taylor was doing? Like, what does Creed Taylor do? What instrument does Creed Taylor play? What instrument does Quincy Jones play? But people will actively seek out Creed Taylor. I personally will seek out anything that Creed Taylor touched. I will seek out anything that Quincy Jones Yeah, but they're not engineers. They're but they're producers. But exactly. the thing is that with, with, with the way the producers became beat makers, now... Producers producer, were like quality control, essentially. But that's the thing. The engineer is now the quality control because there are it's a lot impossible. of producers, but that's, the, that's their job. Well, their the job is not the... to tell someone that melody fucking sucks. Like, they don't do that. But are they overstepping? Are they doing that now? No, I don't know. they're not doing that. That's I think not what that it's, their there's job a, is. There's a, there's an overlap there. There's a, there's a, a, a sweet spot where you get a good producer in a room with a good artist and a good engineer, and fucking magic happens. But that will oh, happen. I can agree with that. That will happen when the engineer is qualified and can actually provide some measure of insight. Because it can't just be under the, the, the strict tutelage of the producer. Because then the producer is the engineer. Well, it's just they literally serve different purposes. The engineer is the person who says, they don't say that melody fucking sucks. They say, hey, why don't we put this kind of echo on that melody? That, but that Make falls it sound realm, this way. That, found, that falls in the realm of production. Like the, the engineer's job is actually, let me t- tweak this knob to cut out all the frequencies after 5 kilohertz so that we could take out the box from this drum. That's the, the engineer's job. If the engineer starts saying, yo, why don't you put some flanger on your, on your hi-hats there to give it an effect, then he's entering into the realm of production. That's why there's overlap. Yeah, but it's, it's honestly, yeah. the engineer is literally the stylist. And it's like, when I say the stylist is supposed to disappear, it doesn't mean, like, a stylist is one of the most important things there are. Well, the engineer isn't the literally the stylist. The, yeah. the artist <laughs> is the uh, model and the engineer is no. the photographer. No. Yeah. No, that's not what? even, like, the engineer. because yeah, the engineer is capturing the moment no the engineer is not even that the engineer is the dp like technical Mm. they do technical that's what the stylist is no the stylist is creative work no the stylist is making decisions creative decisions yeah Yeah, but the engineer is also making certain decisions about like put an echo here that is a creative decision yeah yes there's there's slight creative decisions that's a big creative decision an echo at the right place is a huge creative decision I like the DP it's the same thing with the stylist but he's he's a photographer because he's actually at the console he's actually the one who's who's pushing the shutter you know what I'm saying Hitting the button, you know what I mean? That's that in, in that yeah, regard. Okay. When I'm not talking about a stylist, I even mean like for it to go to an event or something. I'm talking about you taking all of this brute product, you're putting it together because of your a bit like technical abilities and your taste level, your choices. That's the producer. Mm-hmm. That's not the producer. The producer's creating. The producer's creating the actual garment. A producer takes. Well, nothing. I mean, it, it depends what well, kind of producer. Well, I'm not talking about Quincy. Now, I'm talking right. about like. Like a, um, a rap producer. Okay. I'm yeah. talking about a rap producer. All right. mm-hmm. They're like literally making the thing. Mm-hmm.
Yeah, you never want to have to, like, get into the depths of consent when you're done. No. Like, you never no, want to, like, don't. break consent down. Oh, like, that's why you film all of your encounters. I get it now. Yeah, I understand. Exactly. Again, consensually filming it. Yeah, of course. No well, sneaky filming. No, I mean, if no. you're only using this for film in no, case of a court no case. Sneaky, <laughs> okay, no, folks, no sneaky filming. I'll say it again. <laughs> folks, <laughs> Lasers on the Ride does yeah, not promote do the not practice <laughs> of secretly filming your sexual encounters. For later use Consult in a court case. Consult with your doctor <laughs> to find yeah. out if Propecia is right for you. <laughs> Completely unacceptable. <laughs> Don't go losing your wig top. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, what's the difference between a video of you fucking and a memory? <laughs> well, you can't replay the memory on a screen for all people to see. Uh... Okay, but if you don't ever play this for anyone. Does then it what's... even exist? If a tree yeah, falls uh, in the woods. If you film it for your own consumption, then, like, what's the... Does yeah. that fall under uh, under reasonable use? Does that fall under First I Amendment? I don't know. I wonder. Mike's like... No, Judge, it's okay. I have an extremely vivid imagination. All I'm saying is that similar to like a DP, they can ensure that there is a certain quality of technicality. Mm -hmm. Any movie DP by Roger Deakins is going to look fucking great. But he doesn't control the script. He doesn't control the actors. He doesn't control the directing. Right. Yeah. Same thing with an engineer. He can make sure it sounds fucking great. But, like, he doesn't control how it sounds. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, he doesn't control the musicality, the lyricism, So to be like, I will follow anything this guy engineers, it just makes no sense. Yeah, (laughs) you you take a create... Yeah, no, completely. I agree. No, well, that's I'm not saying it's not important. It's clearly... It's, like, a very fucking important part of it. I think it's cool. I think it's cool that some people will uh, will classify their music like that. It's... I'm I'm, I'm all right with that. Yeah. I I just think they're full of shit. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Well... I just think it's stupid to look at it that way. Like, I understand, but again, I think it's incredibly valuable, but it, exactly, if you don't like the artist, then it doesn't But you're going to listen to it because this person engineered it? Like, that makes no sense. Yeah. It's like, you don't like music, even. That's what makes <laughs> like, the stylist different, and the analogy is that a stylist would technically usually choose the clothing, mm-hmm. so they do have a control over, like, if they choose bad clothing, then they ruin it. I think exactly. it's a, I think if it's, a, it's a positive. If, if, uh, if somebody discovers Manny Marroquin because he uh, engineered Kanye West stronger and he mixed that down, and then he goes and he listens to what Manny Marroquin has mixed in the pop sphere and the rock sphere and all this other stuff, and he... Uh, uh, develops an eclectic palette because they started off by being a nerd and geeking out over the engineer, then I think that the service is worth it. Yeah, well, I mean... It's like, just pompous to talk about it and, and, and signify it in, in, in social spaces. It's just like, okay, we get it. You're deep diving. Okay, cool guy. Shut the fuck up. Uh, yeah, well, it's just, to me, it's like the things you think you're saying, you're not saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? You think you're insinuating you're some sort of musical person, but you are literally giving clues that the music part of it is not important. Mm. So it's like, you're full of shit. Yeah. It's, you're, you've become like a hyper technician and yeah. you've lost all the yeah. art out of it. Exactly. Yeah. But it's one thing to go check out this music because why not? Any road that takes you to any new music you haven't heard yeah. is a valid road. That's not the issue. It's pretending that things are good because this person engineered yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. 
and not I mean, listening to whether or not you like the song in the like first even place. that at a certain level an engineer reaches enough clout enough like control that they can only take jobs that they, that like. they care about yeah. you know what I mean so like they're not going to engineer something that fucking sucks because they don't fucking have to so like yes you can do that but the idea that that takes precedence over the other parts of it that just doesn't make well, sense it takes precedence never they act like it does. <laughs> you know what I mean? Never. Never. Everything is supposed to be in the service of the music. I don't care about the yeah. artist. I don't care about the producer. I don't care where it was recorded. I don't care what is... Is the music good or not? Facts. God, I love that fucking verse so much. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. So good. So good. And obviously the classic uh, Get Up, Get Out. I mean... Just one of the best verses of all, of all time. time, right there. That song is. Do you think there are people like not people, obviously, but rap fans, like new people who haven't heard that song? Most definitely, millions. Oh, guys, you have to hear that song. You have to hear that song. That's one of the things that this generation has lost out uh, by being born in the information age and having access to all information is that you lose the significance of learning life lessons through rap music, which a lot of our generation like got some of the greatest life lessons through rap songs like Get Up, Get Out and Get Something. You know what I mean? Like You needed to hear it in that form in order to grasp the message. Yeah, but so few of us actually got up, got out. And got, got something. something. <laughs> Most of us just spent it trying to get high. Just listen to that song. But it's true. Like, there was a feeling of listening to a song over and over again and it like changing you. Like it... But I'm not saying that doesn't happen now. I I, I don't know what the relation. I it feels like the relationship is different. But I'm not gonna say. But yeah, like I don't know. listening over and over and over and over and over and over. Like your education coming from like like a, a big part of my education came from listening to rap music from uh, vocabulary to, uh, to to information of uh, of historic or social cultural relevance. Like just like so many so much of that might go over somebody's head who just has Wikipedia and the internet from the minute that they're born. You know what I mean? Like, like it used to be harder to obtain certain types of information. Yeah, but there's so much... I mean, because it's like chicken and the egg, right? Like, Because I always wondered why I was like drawn to rap music when I was like 16 and stuff. And, you know, I think... So I was going to say, oh, maybe rap music taught me a certain amount of empathy towards people whose experience I couldn't like understand, but I felt bad also, so I felt like I felt like, well, if I feel bad and I you and you feel bad, then like I guess we're not like maybe like a, a level of empathy. That's all for things that I couldn't understand, but I could process. But then I'm like, maybe I, it wasn't that it, it taught me empathy. Maybe I was feeling these things, so I went to a place where other people were talking about yeah. these feelings, sort of. So it's chicken or the egg. Were you drawn to this because you were naturally already inclined to think this way, and so it just reinforced that? Or or did you go there and learn all of this at that place? Last words. Oh, uh, nothing. Thank you for listening. Yeah. See you next week. Yeah, me too. To all the riders who uh, are out there whipping to work with us in this year, 2020, we salute you. Follow us on all platforms at Lasers on the Ride, at Schmings.Wave, at Cannon Head Music, at That Bit You. And uh, keep sending us questions. Keep uh, tagging us and uh, at us. Yeah, join into the conversation. What do you think? What are your top three favorite 
pieces of quintessential footwear. Name them. Be oh, specific. Yes. Please let us know. We'll uh, we'll put that shit out there Don't if you, you send dare it to say us. Hush puppies. <laughs> Say Uggs. No, that's fine. Or Crocs. Uggs are permitted. If you say Uggs or Crocs, you're banned.